This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Here he comes. Tom Cruise choppers into San Diego for a must-see Top Gun takeover. Can't help it, it's just a little push. (laughs) How his maverick mission pushed his co-stars to the limit. There's not one person in this movie that wasn't sweating bullets. Then Amber Heard tries to back up her Johnny Depp allegations with new photographic evidence. He started to pass out a lot and he would just use cocaine and drink all day long. Plus, Tom Brady's football freakout. Only ETs with the QB making a confession. I was so nervous, I went completely blank. And backstage with Michael Buble. ET starts right now. There are Hollywood premieres, and then there are Tom Cruise premieres. Welcome to Entertainment Tonight. Once again, Tom has proven that when it comes to promotion and red carpets, he is literally the Top Gun. The man's unmatched. He really is. No show has more history with Tom and Top Gun. And now we have come full circle because (laughs) E.T. was his very first stop clearing the runway for Maverick's big return. First of all, that epic arrival that you had. Come on, Tom. That's fun. There's only one of those guys. And here he comes. The best. From his action star entrance to this military flyover. Look at that. 
Tom's global premiere on the USS Midway was a full-throttle spectacle. This is quite a moment. It's been 36 years for this film. The fans have been asking for it all around the world. Okay, question is, were yes. you piloting the helicopter? Not today. I, I do fly that helicopter, but not today I didn't no. fly it. You know, there were so many beautiful moments in the film that I loved, um, but I think the most beautiful were the scenes with you and Val. You know, in the first one, I really rallied hard for him to make the movie. You're everyone's problem. And the kind of talent that he has, and you see that scene, it's very special. This is very special. <laughs> what made you know also that you had to go get Gaga for this song? I won't let go till the end. She wrote the score, and it was a moment for all of us when she came in and sent the song, and I called her, I was like, you, you just, you're amazing, thank you. This is our movie. Maverick, of course, is, is a guy that pushes the limits. He always goes, like, you say just, go to the line, he goes right over the line. Push. I'm saying. Just a little push. If I'm being honest, I see a little bit of that in Tom Cruise. Just a little push. <laughs> it's daunting, and there's not one person in this movie that wasn't sweating bullets. And I said, you know what? If you're not sweating bullets making this film, you shouldn't be on this movie. Top Gun Maverick blasts into theaters May 27th. The premiere was a special kind of date night for the stars, including Jennifer Connelly, who plays Tom's love interest. She brought husband Paul Bettany and 24-year-old son Kai Dugan. I wanted to have my honey by my side, and Kai lives in Los Angeles, so it was a you know, great opportunity to see him. So that's my girlfriend, Anna. We've been together for some time now. It's uh, nice to be on an aircraft carrier with a nice young lady like that. Who'd you bring with you tonight? It's a huge night. Oh my God, I brought my parents, I brought my grandparents, brought my wife's parents, brought a bunch of my boys from Florida. It's, uh, it's a nice medley. Did you bring your wife? Did I not mention her? <laughs> and we'll edit that, and I started with my wife. I am still on a high from that, that night. Looks spectacular. Listen, the cast brought everybody with them. Mamas, daddies, <laughs> wives, cousins, uncles, next door neighbors, best friends. They waited long enough. Nobody yeah. was missing that. And by the way, Kev, a little TC fun fact. Okay. This is the longest gap between films for Tom Cruise of his entire career. His last film was 2018's Mission Impossible Fallout. You know what? That is actually a perfect segue oh. to Johnny Depp and okay. Amber Heard. It will be interesting to see what kind of fallout they have to deal with from this trial as Day 16 delivered more bombshells. He started to pass out a lot. He was on the drug binge. No eating, little to no sleep, and he would just use cocaine and drink all day long. Nothing I did made him stop hitting me. Nothing. Amber described pics she took of her then-boyfriend slumped over, testifying that Johnny's substance abuse fueled jealous rages, which got worse when talk turned to a prenup. Johnny said he would tear it up. Only way out of this is death. He was mad at me for taking the job with James Franco. He hated, hated James Franco. Was accusing me of having affairs. Tell me, did he slip a tongue? Depp appeared to disagree at times while she spoke, even wincing while the jury heard audio Amber recorded of him after she claims he drunkenly assaulted her aboard a jet. Uh, uh. He called me a slut, and he slaps my face. He just kicked me in the back. Amber broke down for her second day on the stand. He thought he was pregnant, he was punching me. I've never been so scared in my life. He was it was black, I couldn't see him. Earlier, she claimed his drug use even led to sexual assault, which he denies. He was telling me we're doing, we're gonna, 
We're gonna conduct a cavity search. You know, I didn't know what to do. I just stood it. I just stood there while he did that. I was so torn. I was so in love with this person. But he was also this other thing. And that other thing was awful. Several celebs have taken sides in the trial, and we spoke exclusively with Johnny's former fiance, Jennifer Gray. The two were engaged for nine months before splitting in 1989. All I can say about that trial is that it breaks my heart for everybody involved. Johnny proposed to Jennifer just two weeks after they met, and in her new memoir, Out of the Corner, she goes into detail about how she says their relationship started to unravel. We were young. People are young. To me, this guy was the answer to my problems. This guy was sweet and loving and romantic, and I was in desperate need of rebounding. It was a very soft landing. At the time, Jennifer was rebounding from a breakup with Matthew Broderick. The Ferris Bueller's co-stars were secretly dating until they were involved in a fatal car crash in Ireland. Matthew had survived, but he was unconscious and had amnesia and was very badly injured, and I thought he was dead. E.T. first met Jennifer in 1986 after she filmed Ferris Bueller, just months before she started shooting Dirty Dancing opposite Patrick Swayze. The second he came in to do this green test with me, it was just and I just never had a man show up for me the way he did. 35 years later, Jennifer will be returning for the Dirty Dancing sequel that's currently in development. To make a movie without Patrick is already an enormous challenge. It can be its own animal with the same heart and where baby could find herself possibly in a corner again. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Of course, Jennifer is known for that line and for her plastic surgery. After a botched nose job in the early 90s, Jennifer went under the knife again and says she felt completely invisible when people no longer recognized her. I just don't like nose jobs. I don't like plastic surgery. To be so misunderstood in a way that felt so demeaning it, wa it really was the thing that set me free. Wow, what a life she has lived. All right, now to our epic Tom Brady exclusive. Rachel Smith joined us from Miami where she got some FaceTime with the GOAT. Hey, Rach. Yeah, I sure did, Nichelle, and he was in great spirits. We talked his return to football, of course, but there was also the matter of Tom's rookie status in Hollywood. 80 for Brady. You are starring alongside Lily Tomlin, Sally Field, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno yeah. in this film. I was so nervous. I got out there on no. the. I swear to God, I was Whatever. so nervous. I, they said action, and I, my, my, I went completely blank. I was like, what the f do I say? <laughs> What do I say, you know? And I'm like, they're like, listen, just get comfortable and say whatever you want. The director's like, none of those lines are on the script. Like, what are you talking about? I think the best part was working with those four women, you know? It's gonna hopefully um, be finished by maybe the end of the year. By the end of the year, the seven-time Super Bowl champ will be back to throwing touchdowns, too. 40 days of retirement was just too much. I'm still kind of, um, you know, getting my body where it needs to be. The best part about doing it is always doing it with your teammates. I got a great group of teammates. Is that gonna include Gronk and Edelman? I'm trying. 
Our exclusive one-on-one happened in Miami as Tom teamed up with F1 driver Lewis Hamilton for a golf charity event hosted by IWC. They are both ambassadors. Why is charity so important to you, Tom? Because it has been for quite some time. I think beyond the playing field, you know, you try to do things in the community to help people uh, accomplish their dreams too. I couldn't be where I'm at without the support of a lot of people that came into my life at at certain times. I think you just try to provide that to other people. I think in my second career, I'll have a lot more time and energy to do those types of things. Modeling charity work, that is a solid dad move right there. I'm so driven to succeed in football and that's taken me away from other important priorities, which are my kids, um, my wife, and she's really held it down for our family. Because that's what friends are supposed to do, oh yeah. I do feel maybe some guilt that I haven't been able to do that in the same way for my kids, but I'm doing the best I could do when I am and do have the time to spend with them. You know, I'm really present. Wow, even the goat struggles with that work-life balance like the rest of us. Now to another parent putting her kids first, Cheryl Crow. I don't date very much anymore because I'm raising boys. Cheryl on her love life today and her friendship with Brad Pitt. We have a connection. Sharing stories from inside her Nashville home. It's had so many amazing performers in here making records. Then backstage with Boom Play. Michael chose Kevin around his Sin City playground. The game is if I sink the basket, they've got to kiss me on the cheek. Oh! What is going on here? Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. my favorite Cheryl Crow soak up the sun turned 20 this year and the nine-time Grammy winner is about to give us something else to soak in oh Nichelle a new album yeah. and a Showtime documentary Cheryl out tomorrow it's mm. so good and we got to mention she's a University of Missouri grad just like Nichelle and I am I I headed to Music City to talk to Cheryl all about her incredible career in another ET exclusive this is where the magic happens. <laughs> why is this such a special place for you? I don't, I, you know, it's, it's hard to put my finger on why this room has the vibe that it does. I think partially because it's filled with old instruments and old things. There's no such thing. Antique guitars line the walls. There are drums, a stage, a piano. This studio is where the Grammy-winning icon created her new album and her revealing Showtime documentary, Cheryl, both out tomorrow. What made you want to do the documentary now? I've been making records for 30 years, and there's a whole other life before that. It seemed like a worthwhile thing to do, and so we dug in. There is something liberating about lifting your voice. The doc goes into it all, including Cheryl's three-year relationship with Lance Armstrong and her battle with breast cancer. Plus, we'll hear from some of her famous friends. Laura Dern's in the movie, and she will always be family to me. There's one photo of you and Brad Pitt in the documentary. I'm like, do they talk? Yeah, I mean, I haven't (laughs) seen Brad in a while, but when I do see him, I mean, we have a connection. Nowadays, Cheryl and her two sons, Levi and Wyatt, call Nashville home. You don't really ever have to leave this place. How do you date? How does that work for Cheryl Crow today? Um, you know, <laughs> it's funny. I um, I don't date very much anymore. I mean, I hope I hope somebody eventually will come in. Well, Cheryl's a catch, so the guy's got to be a good one. And she told me she has to think about how he'd be a bit of a father to her sons.
All right, let's keep the music exclusives rolling straight to Sin City with Mr. Michael Bublé. You know what I mean. Bublé's got baby number four on the way and needs his fans to help him out. Please write me. Help us pick a name. And is he ready for more? How many would you have? Then, Rise up. Queen Bee expanding her reign to daytime TV? We'll explain. And iconic TV Moms Week <laughs> continues with Jack A. Harry. I'm a legend, honey. Why the role that made her famous is one she never wanted. I wouldn't ever do that again today. No. Michael Bublé is a busy man these days. He's wrapping up his Vegas residency, and in August he kicks off his Higher World Tour, but the reason I love this guy is because his most important job is being a dad. I had a blast hanging out with him backstage in Vegas in the Bublé bubble. You're gonna go out on tour, and you get to take the kids with I know. you. What? Their I know. toys are in here? There's a basketball hoop. And the game is, if I sink the basket, they've got to kiss me on the cheek. But if they sink the basket, they get to slap me as hard as they can in the butt. Noah, Elias, and Vita are the loves of Michael's life, and they're about to get a new sibling. The biggest challenge, agreeing on a name for baby number four. What are you leaning towards? I, for a boy, yeah. I think Michael Ito or Miguel. <laughs> for a girl, I like Isabel, my wife doesn't like that, but I think mm -hmm. it's right. I like Bella. Please write me, go to my socials, Just show up <laughs> on my TikTok or my Instagram and help us pick a name. That would be nice. How many would you have? Oh, how much is a, what's a hockey team? It's a new life. Michael's wrapping up his limited engagement at the theater at Resorts World Las Vegas this Saturday and kicking off his hired tour on August 8th. All this after injuring himself on the set of his music video for Hire, directed by Derek Huff. Haley, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. his girlfriend Haley. She's a tiny thing, but lifts her over and over again. And about two days in, I went like, oh, Derek, my neck is a little bit sore. And uh, tomorrow I go get my second uh, MRI. I think I tore something here and I think I tore my bicep. I'm an old, feeble man. <laughs> Actually, Michael wasn't too feeble. We grabbed the kids' basketball hoop for a little competition. So what does the winner get to do? The winner? Yeah. It's a kiss or a smack on the butt. I mean, the same thing as your kids, okay, right? Okay, man. Are you ready? Okay. Here we go. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh! A little bit bad. Buble just wanted to stay and just shoot and hang out. Forget the concert. You took oh, the yeah. L, We're going like that? He We're took going the like L. That? Now let's go from a musical dad to an iconic TV mom. The one and only yes. Jack A. Harry. Everything she touches turns to gold. And Jack A. revealed to me the secret to her sitcom success. When you hear your name, an icon is attached to it. How does that make you feel? Uh, I could care less. Uh, I'm a legend, honey. Hi, this is your ace roving reporter, <laughs> Jack A. Harry. Now that show, I'm very proud. I'm proud of those girls. They got their own life. We were on the set with Jack A. and Tia and Tamara Mori in 1993, five months before the sitcom about a blended family hit the air. And even though she wasn't a mom in real life yet, Jack A. was already feeling very maternal towards her twin co-stars. This is Tia, this is Tamara, this is Tia, this is Tamara. You were playing an adoptive mother, mm -hmm. and then you adopted 
your son. My son, Frank. So what was that like when you were trying to juggle motherhood and, and a successful hit television show? I had a lot of help. When you have money and stuff, you have nannies, you have a, a tribe. And I've got two grandkids. Oh, oh cutie booties. Who knew that I want to be a grandmother? But it was another comedy, 227, with Marla Gibbs and Regina King that made Jack A. the first African-American woman to win the Emmy for Best Supporting Actress in 1987. It was a role she didn't really want to take. I didn't want to be funny. I said, if I'm funny, then I'll never go back to what I really want to be, which is a huh. um, dramatic actress. But, you know, I'll take it. The 65-year-old is getting to flex her dramatic muscle now as a real estate mogul on the NBC soap Days of Our Lives. But Jack A says 23 years after Sister Sister went off the air, she's ready for a reunion. It could be easy. It ain't got to be hard. We can do it like the friends did. Just sit on the couch and talk. <laughs> if I were a betting woman, my money would be on that it's going to happen. Sounds like you have insider information. I may. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, tomorrow, our iconic TV Moms Week wraps up with Olivia what? Walton, Michael Learning. Good night, John Boy. <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. All right, coming up, a daytime first for Beyonce. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Tomorrow on ET, we're celebrating the Hollywood boss ladies at Variety Power of Women Red Carpet. Plus, get ready for our Dame Joan Collins exclusive. She's spilling all the dynasty. <laughs> I thought, what a stab in the back. Ooh, it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. And no one knows drama like the folks in daytime. So we leave you now with this year's daytime Emmy nominees, including Queen B. Oh, no. Yes, indeed. By the way, the big show airs June 24th on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Take care, everybody. It's going to be an amazing night. Bye, yeah. guys. <laughs> By the numbers, let's start with one. Beyonce got her first daytime Emmy nomination for the theme song of her mom's Facebook show. Come and have a talk with Mama Tina. The Young and the Restless leads all nominees with 18. Drew Barrymore receives six nods for her talk show. I feel so lucky and fortunate. I love everyone I get to work with. Everyone puts their heart into something. We at ET receive two noms, and a million thanks goes to you, our viewers. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.